When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. ancient times there were lamps that contained gin, but they were cursed items, and the wishes never came true, only sadness and horror. Now in the new millennia, a group of friends have found the lamp and wished for podcast glory, but little did they know that their wish would be granted in the most terrifying way imaginable, by watching the outing. So grab your monkey's paws and turn off your lights, because it's horror movie night! So Adam picked this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did I pick this? <laughs> uh, I don't know. There was a moment where we told you were like, I didn't pick this. And we're like, yes, you, yes, we did. And then you read like the first sentence and you're like, oh, yeah, I did pick this. So there was something that grabbed your attention with this one. I think it was just the fact that it was a genie horror movie. <laughs> you don't get that too <laughs> often, I guess. Uh, I think uh, that well, there's like seven of the masters. Yeah, well, no. I mean, it, I think the best part about this movie is definitely the uh, the cover or the poster art. That's really the only thing this movie has going for it. Okay, yeah, no, the poster for this movie is amazing. <laughs> I don't know why I picked this movie. This isn't a genie horror movie until the last 35 seconds of the movie. This might as well be called it, Invisible Maniac because it's just tits. Oh, man, can we just it's watch just that tits again? And stuff floating around. That's all this fucking is. Yeah, there's a lot of really weird topless scenes in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not like super great, but they're I mean I'm not I guess I shouldn't complain. <laughs> so like three notes in, I have a note that just says, How are there only thirty minutes left of this movie and nothing has happened? Yeah, there's a long stretch in the middle where it's like, How are we gonna get into the fucking um 
shit. I museum. A museum. I was going to call it a factory. <laughs> it's like, how are we going to get into the museum? I'll get us in. But there's cameras. Don't worry about the cameras. But what about this? Motherfucker, I just said I'll get us in. Don't worry about it. And so then they're in. And they all split up into different parts, and they all intend, I guess, to get down to fucking. I guess we should mention the fucking scene at the beginning, where... Which is the best part of the movie, probably. Probably. Okay, so there's a scene in the beginning where three punks break into an old lady's house and uh, axe her right in the fucking forehead. And yes! They, they rub a lamp, and uh, the genie comes out and uh, begins possessing the old woman who... Keeping the axe in for her forehead, headbutts one of the dudes. Okay, that part is sweet. That part's amazing. Kills him. <laughs> okay, and then the other two are like out by the pool and intending on you know skinny dipping and I guess getting down to fucking in the pool. Uh, but just an invisible green, well not invisible, it's like green arm thing comes up and rips that dude in half. And then the girl runs back upstairs, finds the dead body, and uh, is strangled, is like hung from a rafter by an invisible rope. Now, she's hanging, just hanging, and it keeps cutting to shots of her leg, um, and she's, she's dribbling blood down her leg. Now, she's not bleeding from the neck. This leads me <laughs> to really only one conclusion. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a reason why she wanted to do it in the pool. Anyways... <laughs> oh. Adam, ew! Adam, I've had sex with so many skeevy people. Oh, disgusting! I have one. I have one quote that I wrote down from this scene, which is just, "Where your money at?" Yes. <laughs> hey, so, so did you guys think that this, like, the the genie is like way overpowered and needs to be totally nerfed because it could do everything. Yeah, yeah, literally. It can even make snakes attack you in a bathtub. It's like a poltergeist. Yes throughout most of the movie it can just do what it wants so whatever they decide that they're going to get into the uh the museum they do get into the museum everybody splits off into groups to fuck uh, one couple decides they're going to take a shower so the genie unleashes a shitload of snakes um i don't know well, wait, wait you're missing some like fucking genius quotes in this movie like let's just before they get to the museum uh, before the group gets to the museum, um, so you meet the main character, the survivor girl, and her dad, who is maybe head researcher at the museum, I guess. And she's like, "You're always spending too much time at the museum, and he, or at this damn museum." And he goes, "This damn museum that gets you those guest jeans you have to have all the time." Oh yeah, guest jeans. <laughs> I was like, "Man, this dad is real hip." He's real happening. He's really, he's really with it. He knows what the kids like. Guess he's fun. Yeah, but he also they're like arguing about their home life in front of his colleague, and and it's like super uncomfortable. Like if I was the other scientist, I'd have been like, "Fuck this shit again," and just like leave and come back when they're done arguing. But um, but then so they they get over their fight, and she's like, "I'm sorry, Daddy. I love you," or some stupid bullshit, and he um. He and the other researcher walk out and was like, don't touch anything. So what does she do? She rubs the goddamn lamp. And, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I think she rubs the, or she gets the, the, the charm brace that's stuck on her arm, which is kind of like the, the key pass to getting the genie to do whatever the fuck you want. So uh, then she goes to school and, um, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's like a Saturday or something. 
and or a Sunday, and then the next day she's helping her dad get ready for work, and it's like breakfast slapstick. Every horror movie apparently needs breakfast slapstick. Like he drops his burning toast on the the carpet and it like burns the carpet and he like stops with his bare feet and she's like, Oh you daddy, I love you. Here's a kiss on the cheek. I'm gonna go to school. Yeah, I missed quite a lot because I don't like this movie and I don't care at all. At what point did she say that she wished he was dead? And why did she... Oh, yeah, that's like, they have a fight, like, um, after that day of school. And she's like, I wish you were dead. And then she's like, I didn't mean it. She apologizes, like, instantaneously after saying it, too. Yeah, Jeannie's a real dick and a real stickler for the rules because, like... He went back, like, way, way, way back to the beginning of their relationship just to pull something shitty out to deal with her. Yeah. And, like, he should have just killed the dad right out the gate, theoretically, if he's trying to grant these fucking wishes a little bit quicker. Yeah, I mean, she said that she wished the dad was dead. So he then then he killed maybe 13 additional people and tried to kill the dad's date with, like, a mammoth horn. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, let's get. We'll get to the everybody, the the weird like bad boys who are uh, absolute rapists. Uh, so, so first of all, so the girl goes to school, right? And it's just kids being kids with bumper checking each other and doing some slight vehicular damage, apparently, because on the way to school, girlfriend and her dude like literally almost get run off the road and die and it's just oh well he's just that asshole kid that's causing trouble and then he they get to school and the fight continues or no okay he gets a ticket right um like the he gets caught by the police and the kid who's driving the main girl is just like ha ha and shakes his head and drives to school so then they get to school and um the kid who got the ticket who was driving runs up and like push, like he smashes the girl into the lockers and he's like assaulting his ex-girlfriend at school. And there's, and he like assaults this, this teacher and he's like, how the fuck? I'm like, how the fuck is this kid not getting thrown in jail for like assaulting people at school? And then he screams the N word at the black teacher that he just assaulted and yeah, so, and then the black teacher's like, you want to see some black power? I'm going to take you outside and kick the shit out of you in a minute. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I wish he would have. I don't think that really would have made the kid not be a white supremacist, but it, it would have been very satisfying. Uh, so then, like, uh, these two delinquents are just kicked out of school. That's all. They just kicked out of school. It's not like they go to the police station or anything like that. They're just outside of the school, and they are sitting watching kids get on the bus and then they decide, so they got a speeding, like a, a ticket for the the hijinks before school. And they can still drive, and they haven't had that car impounded for no reason. I don't know. But they, they like, can drive to the science museum to follow everybody, right? And they're like, okay, we're going to get them good now. And apparently that doesn't mean, like, some high school level prank. This is rape and murder the kids that are friends with this ex-girlfriend of yours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I understand that type of stuff in 2017, but in 1987 that shit is uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get there's such a long build up to when this genie comes back with like teenage politics that are just too confusing. 
And oh wow, did you just did you just quote MXPX? <laughs> oh, I love you. Yes. I even have a note that just says the pacing in this movie is terrible. Like, uh, let's be fair, everything in this movie is terrible. I mean, it's... I no no the the fucking mummy zombie lady that pops up in the last five minutes is pretty oh, awesome looking. Actually, off? hell's yeah, yeah. That thing's great. <laughs> I forgot about Yeah, like, oh, let me get to my note, because I actually have a note about that, where, like, she bites his fingers off, and he's just like, like, why are you putting your fucking hand in the, this mummy's mouth? Like, it, 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 I don't know. He got startled. But they, yeah, I, I guess that. <laughs> Okay, so, <clears throat> um, the, the, uh, there's a part where, they're like all, all the three pairs of teenagers are all hanging out and they're drinking beers. Right. And then one of them gets beer all over his pants. Right. That happens. Right. Uh-huh. I'm uh huh. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the girl. Oops. Spilled beer oh, all yeah, over myself. Yeah, I'm going to take a bath like, now. Yeah. It all like, <laughs> like explodes. Yeah. But here's the thing that there is a real kicker about that. She's a fucking savage because she gets in the shower and then takes off her bra which makes no sense. It's not like she got beer on her bra and needed to like wash it. She's just like, eh, I don't really want to get naked for the camera, but mm, I guess I will. Also, you know what's fucking probably the last place I would ever want to take a nice long soak in a tub is the basement of a museum. What do they use? <laughs> yeah, why is there even forward? a shower there? Like, are they possibly so... cleaning corpses in it? Like, who fucking knows what's happening at that thing? It makes me think of a movie that is uh, on my long list of movies that i'll pick one day uh slaughter high has a really weird bathtub scene where it's like why would you take a bath there um i would love to watch slaughter high p.s yeah it's a masterpiece uh let's not go that far it's a slasher piece oh my god stop <laughs> uh so i'm looking at my notes and i feel like it's appropriate to get to this note um Speaking of movies that we haven't talked about but might talk about one day, holy shit, that genie certainly looks like it came out of fucking Rock and Roll Nightmare, didn't it? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, they, somebody was super proud of that, and they were like, you know its mouth has got to move, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit is, like, embarrassing. <laughs> like, it is I mean, fucking horrendous. Let's just be real here. It's better than anything that we would have been able to put together, but it's still not very good. The only thing more embarrassing than that genie is the fucking Pepsi bottle scare at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, so let's let's save that for just a second here. I want to <laughs> talk about the science versus magic showdown because I actually they're fighting the the source code of the mummy with this computer and all I could think was Esteban! Esteban! <laughs> And also, so while they're doing that, the genie is, like, trying to smash his way through the door. Um, couldn't it just turn into mist and go under the door? And then, like, reincorporate its body? I don't know. Now that it's in physical form, apparently it can't just do literally anything it wants anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, that's the most logical thing that you've ever said on any of the stupid bullshit uh, plot points that I'm always, like, scratching my head on the podcast about. <laughs> um but yeah i i mean can we talk about this pepsi bottle scare because it's fucking awful <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. so so um i actually have a note i'm like did her dad really die because 
did she just stop to look at a Pepsi guy at the end for no reason? So explain this that to me, please. She hears a sound, and she thinks that it's the sound that the necklace was making whenever she had granted a wish that she didn't mean to grant. Oh. But it was just the sound of someone moving Pepsi bottles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a what a what a spooky scare that was at the end. That's like a fart scare. <laughs> <laughs> Man, can we have more of those, please? Just not having to ever watch St. Francisville experiment again? Yeah, sure. As long as it's not that movie, I'll watch a fart scare again. <laughs> guys, it was me. Sorry. It was me, guys. Well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What a... God, not even a good episode. Just a bad experience all around. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry for that. Um, but yeah, that's like the how the movie ends. Her everybody that she knows or loved or cared about is dead, except for the the teacher that was boning her dad. So like, that doesn't really oh, do much that, for. We totally <laughs> missed that whole like subplot, which is really really weird. And it's it's I don't I guess it's trying to humanize the dad for him dying, but it's just it makes no sense. Like they wasted so much time on that. Yeah. Super unnecessary. There's a scene where they're out to dinner and they realize that she's not like she lied to them about where she was at, and it feels like it belongs in a fucking TGIF sitcom, not a goddamn horror film. Well, she was at Jason's house. Well, when I called Jason's mom, she they said he was at Rory's house. And they're, oh, where are these croaky kids? They're dead. They're all fucking dead. Is what they are. Yeah, they like. Have this like oh you look on their face yeah. about the whole situation. <laughs> like, boy, boys will be boys, I guess. Um, is there anything else you guys have to say about the outing, also known as the lamp? Hey, have I talked about how sweet the poster art is? It's fucking. Uh, I looked at the one you sent me. It's fucking awesome. It's way better than the Scream Factory poster. It which is. is just, I agree. Have you seen the Scream Factory yeah. poster? Where it's oh, just yeah. like a bunch of kids screaming at at the audience like what the hell is that no i mean screen factory usually makes great cover art but that one i i really got to push back and say they should have left it alone because they i mean they had a beautiful painted cover from the 80s well this is the thing that confused me though is that the movie's only available on like a double double feature one which on those they don't hire someone to do new artwork so that was apparently one of the original posters or like maybe the vhs cover but they picked the wrong fucking poster or vhs cover to put on that thing <laughs> well you know what they probably watched the movie and then gave it to an intern and was like just fucking draw something up who gives a shit <laughs> <laughs> it's just this drawing of stick figures standing next to like the genie from aladdin and they're like there you go there's the movie for you <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. 
And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Trash Video is your one-stop video shop in Slezoid City. Who the fuck is that dickhead? I don't know. We have the best rental stock of horror, cult, B-grade movies available on VHS. Movies with corpse rape? Oh, let me get sad. Blu-ray? Fuck that shit! VHS! Faces of Death is a family film. Our professional, friendly, and knowledgeable staff are here to help you. Hey, Roxy, after the shift, you wanna go watch a porno with me? Shut up, Seth, I'm doing my nails. So stop on by the store today. It smells like over the takes in here. Trashvideopodcast.com So what did you guys watch this week? Uh, I really got nothing for this one. I'm excited because tonight's Sunday and my intention is to be watching some Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Hey, hey Adam. So, do you ever, like, get surprised when people die on that show now or is it just kind of, like, expected? Yeah, no, people people die. It happens. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I mean, there's some people that I don't want to die, but if they did die, I'd be like... Mm, ballsy move. Nice. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that you haven't been back to watching any of the trash TV that you love so much? Bro, I never stop watching trash TV. I mean, I... Well, why don't you give like, us a little vignette from it? From some some trash TV that I've been watching? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I watched like half an hour of Cops Too Hot for TV the other day. <laughs> and there's, there's this pretty great part where this drunk guy his like pants are hanging down past his ass and they're trying to get him to go into the squad car so they're pushing up against him and he just keeps going um you're in my ass could, could you maybe like back the fuck up and get out of my ass please cause you're right fucking up inside of my ass I just keep doing that I are you sure that wasn't that episode of Reno 911 where they like have the, where they have the guy who does the drunk test and it just becomes a dancing test? Uh, well, no, I think I think a lot of Reno 911 skits though come directly from them watching Too Hot for TV episodes of Cops. <laughs> um, so I watched a film from 2016. Uh, which is always a risky move when I watch a new horror movie because it's usually garbage. And this one was no different. Um, I watched The Boy, uh, which... The Boy. I, I oh, heard... where it's like a, a mannequin or something? Yeah, but you know how I love doll movies. So I was like, all right, I'll watch this. Yeah, you do. And um, I'm not going to spoil the movie per se, you're not going to spoil it for me because I already read up on what the twist was. Yeah, I was going to say the twist is like there's this thing that happens in horror where one movie does a twist and then it feels like 14 other fucking movies do the exact same goddamn twist. And uh, the boy is in that same category right now where like it's OK, like the atmospheric element of it is nice and it it has like 
a fun it's well paced and it's it's fun i guess but like the twist is just so goddamn stupid <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's been it's done super to stupid. death in my yeah, opinion it, in like three years like it was like a twist that wasn't done really at all and then in like between 2014 and 2017 it's been done like 20 times yeah absolutely hey uh did i tell you guys about a netflix sci-fi movie i watched like months ago like in the spring no but it's your turn so let's talk about it okay so i've got a sci-fi movie and a horror movie Uh, I've actually got a sci-fi movie, a horror movie, and a comic book movie to talk about. Because I was actually like, I know that there's stuff on Netflix that I've forgotten to mention. So let me just get it out of the way. Uh, I I actually, on Megan's insistence, started watching uh, Spawn. Again, uh, giving Spawn another chance. the cartoon Spawn? No, 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 no. The the John Leguizamo live-action movie from like 1997. Yeah, that masterpiece. Michael J. White. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it's it's so so bad. I I actually couldn't even make it halfway through this time. I thought it was lame when I first watched it, but then rewatching it as a, a real adult, I was just like, man, this. People were so jazzed for this movie. Really, the only good thing is John Leguizamo as the clown. But so I, I did rewatch that. I I tried to rewatch that, failed. Um, and then I watched um oh my god i just had it uh the sci-fi movie that i watched was called spectral yeah i don't remember you talking about this okay one. good 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 uh it's it's, it's not very good it's kind of cool looking and the concept is cool but it's like this post war future where they're basically like a shitload of refugees and there are uh, there's this new kind of soldier that's it's like a ghost, and the only way that you can fight it is by um, shooting it with like pellet salt. Uh, and so there are like these these marine type people that are running around trying to save these refugees from these ghost uh, soldiers. And they have like special ghost glasses on. It's so cheesy, but I mean, it, it takes itself too seriously from time to time. But if you're in the mood for kind of like a mindless sci-fi flick with ghosts, it's kind of fun and worth the hour and a half. But there was a good movie that I did watch uh, that I want. Well, it's not good, good, but it's it's it got picked up by Netflix and it was on my watch to watch list for like a year before I could actually find a copy of it on, it was on Netflix. It was called The Windmill. Never, ever heard of that shit. Okay. Where do you find these fucking movies? I think they was actually an American. Is this your, all your Shutter account? No, this is Netflix, man. Oh, you're making a mistake, man. Netflix never has any good horror movies. No, I know, but here's, here's what gets me is Shutter does not work. Uh, on my laptop it only works on my desktop and i don't know why like i have it i i'll use chrome to try and watch shutter on my laptop in bed and it won't work but and when it does work they don't have subtitles so i actually have to watch it when i work from home or if i'm at my desktop i'll watch shutter 
but that's the only place I can watch it. I can't watch it on my laptop because it either glitches out or I have to have headphones in. And I can't watch it on the Apple TV because our Apple TV is not the newest version, which actually has the Shutter channel on it. So when that one craps out, I can actually watch Shutter on it. But until then, I can only watch it on my desktop. So I don't watch as much Shutter as I'd like, but I still pay for the service and I love it. But so I'll watch Netflix horror movies. So this movie, The Windmill, was a, I think it was a 2015 movie. And I think that it was Dutch and American. And so it's like, it was actually done in Amsterdam or something like that, I think. I'm not positive, but it's kind of like this, you know, the Midnight Meat Train? Yeah. That was a cool concept for a movie, super gory, but really left me feeling unsatisfied. And I really love Bradley Cooper. So, and I think I've talked about that before, but this felt like a, a, the same concept, except with a, with a single monster and a keeper, but it's at a windmill. <laughs> uh, so, so it's kind of like this character who's harvesting souls for this eternal evil, like this undying evil. And even if you think you escape, you can't escape. That's kind of, I, I wouldn't suggest you watch it unless you're hard up for a Netflix horror movie because it's not super terrible. But it's not really great. Like, I would watch anything on Shudder before I watched The Windmill again. But yeah, that, that those are movies that I wanted to mention, just touch on. The Windmill has some pretty sweet gore. Like, hatchet-level, kind of, like, over-the-top gore. Okay. So it's not the end of the world if you watch it. But seek it out if you're looking for horror on Netflix. It's about as good as you're going to get. All right. All right, I absolutely will. That was The Outing, also known as The Lamp, from 1987, picked by Adam, because he hates us. He hates us. He has to hate us. Why would I he do this to us? I, I, I hate myself as well. It's good. <laughs> this is a terrible movie, and I don't know why he would do this to us, and I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to go on. But you can go on by going to hmnpodcast.com if you want to leave us some comments and love and check out all of our stuff, like our Facebook account and our Twitter account and our SoundCloud account and our iTunes, and you can give us some rates and reviews and all that good stuff. Also, you can email us at hmnpodcast at gmail.com and let us know movies that you'd like us to watch. Starting next week, we're going to begin the Listener Appreciation Month in which we pick only movies that you guys have suggested to us. So while we have all of September picked out, the next one will probably be like January or February. So get those emails into us now so they have a chance to be picked. <laughs> you can't hear it, but I'm like doing a really cool, like evil Vince, uh, Vincent Price thing with my hand. <laughs> and it's really scary. Yeah, we, can't so hand, we can't hear hand movements, Matt. That's not how sign language works. Uh, so definitely come and check out all of the cool things going down at hmnpodcast.com and all of the cool stuff that we do on our Facebook account. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week. Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. 
and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 